Previously on Super Magical Force. Who is that now? It was Mary Longbottom. I leave the Shire for a couple of semesters and come back to find it all looking like trolls went rampaging through it. But if there is still a giant trying to kill me, then we can't stay here. Well then why not do as Sam says and go to Rivendell? I will go. Not alone you're not. We're coming with you, Mr. Baggins. But it sort of feels like there should be four of us going. I know just the Hobbit. Fatty Bulger. And now... Super Magic Force Wars! Super Magic Force Wars! Fanfiction crossover spectacular. From the quiet forests of Little Earth, to the sprawling cities of the wide world and beyond, to the planets of outer place, the multi-world is a battleground for the dual soul heroes. Each one a combination of two or more fandom favorites fighting to keep the seven stones of aggravation out of the hands of those who would destroy the easel of creativity itself. Written and performed by M.J. Maiello and based on the greatest works of our time. Book Two, Tales of Little Earth. Episode 34, Leaving the Shire. 2.25, Setting, Little Earth, The Shire, Hobbiton, Bag End. The following morning, the three hobbits set out to leave the Shire and reach Rivendell. I just want to check on a few things at my old gaffer's hole, Sam said. I'll catch up with you. Merry told his old friend about the exciting year he had had at Hogwarts, and all he had learned. The year, however, had not been without difficulty. Only three meals, Mr. Baggins said. That sounds challenging. Yes, but they've got magic tables where the food just appears, and the more you eat, the more it comes. I kept losing points for Herodorf because it took me so long to fill in all the corners that I kept being late for class. What's Herodorf? Mr. Baggins asked. Oh, that's my house. It's kind of like a club. I was matched to it by an artificially intelligent hat. I'm glad I got into that one, though. Even though they're all supposed to be equal, it does seem to be the best one to me. What are the others? Uh, let's see, there's a loser puff, a weirdo claw, and, um, evil vuck. E evil, evil what? Evil vuck. How do you spell that? E V I L. V-U-U-K. Evilvuck. What are they like? All evil people? Mr. Baggins asked. No, no, not at all. Some are quite fine people. Well, most of them are free market capitalists, but otherwise they are really okay. Well, they have some odd beliefs about conspiracy theories and... Oh yeah, they're, they're rather fond of racial purity, but for the most part they are decent folk. Decent? Well, they sort of enable bullying and othering and have this philosophy that some people are just superior to others based on factors that are largely out of one's control, and that the world should be engineered to maintain their perpetual state of advantage. But really they're good people. Deep down. Deep. Deep down. Soon Sam had caught up with them and they were happily spending an afternoon walking a road in the heart of the Shire. Did you hear that? Sam said. Hear what? It's one of the big folk, on a horse. Maybe it's Bob, Mary said. Sam drew his sword. 
We can't be sure. It's best to get off the road. Soon, the three of them were hiding behind a fallen tree when they heard a horseman ride up. Sam felt a chill in his bones. His breath became icy. Be still, Sam said. His two companions complied. Sam felt his heart racing. The horse had stopped. He heard it exhale in a snort. With a clank, the rider dismounted. Sam was too afraid to move or make a sound. He sensed a great darkness drawing near. The footsteps were approaching. Production Notes Okay, I have to say, I'm a large Harry Potter fan, as will be revealed next season, but as a psychologist, it always sort of bothers me that there isn't a great way to be sorted into a house. I've taken all the quizzes, and as psychological instruments go, they're pretty much worthless. So I've created my own test, the MJMILO 7-question Hogwarts sorting test. Want to take it? Here goes. Question 1. Are you the hero of your own story? If you answer yes, then you are a Gryffindor. Now I know what you're thinking. Don't I have to be brave? What if I'm a tad nervous? What if I have an anxiety disorder? Doesn't matter. Every Gryffindor character has serious anxiety at one point or another. Most of them are absolutely neurotic. But that doesn't matter. What matters is bravery. Well, maybe you have had to be brave at some point in your life. If so, welcome to Gryffindor. If not, well, you know, it's not even bravery. I mean, what did any of those 11-year-olds do before they went to Hogwarts that was brave? No, it's not bravery. It's the potential for bravery. And you can never know that until the situation arises. Even if in the past you have acted with certifiable cowardice, that doesn't mean you couldn't rise to the occasion in the future. So you are a Gryffindor. And you can stop the test here, unless you want to go on. Question two, are you happy about being a Gryffindor? If the answer is no, then I'm sorry to tell you, you are not a Gryffindor. The reason you're not a Gryffindor is most likely that you are a nonconformist, and it just bothers you that everyone wants to be a Gryffindor. So the question is, what kind of nonconformist are you? Let's move on. Question three, how do you feel about Tom Felton? Are you currently crushing on Tom Felton? I mean, who isn't? Did you read Beyond the Wand? What a great guy. If you said yes to this question, then you're a Slytherin. But you're the kind of Slytherin who would have fought alongside the other students in the battle for Hogwarts. And that particular shade of green probably really makes your eyes pop. Question four. Do you take joy in taking advantage of other people? If you're not sure, would you answer yes to any of the following? Do you often laugh at videos of people getting injured? Do you cheat at board games? Do you often leave dishes in the sink because you're confident someone else will clean them up and you don't even fill them with water so the food residue can get rock hard and they will have no choice but to scrape it off with their fingernail? Do you believe that some people are just naturally superior to other people and that you can usually tell the difference by the kind of shoes they wear, how they dress, or the kind of car they drive? Do you think it's okay to yell at people who are in service jobs or helping professions? If you said yes to any of these questions, then you are a Slytherin and not the good kind. You might be a sociopath and you're pretty much undateable. If you don't like this outcome, please feel free to go back to question one and start over. 
maybe it'll wind up different next time. Question five. Do you consider yourself a geek? If you're not sure, ask yourself, did you really enjoy getting good grades in school? Do you own more than four board games? Do you have a strong opinion about what is better, Star Wars or Star Trek? Can you name at least three Infinity Stones, three of the Valar, or do you know the name of the type of stone needed to create a lightsaber? Do you listen to fan fiction mashup podcasts? Or are you absolutely obsessed with pretty much anything that other people think is unimportant? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you're a Ravenclaw. I know you're waiting for a question about Hufflepuff, but let's revisit the first question. What is wrong with you that you don't consider yourself the hero of your own story? There are two possibilities as I see it. Question six. Do you not see yourself as the hero of your own story because your personal story doesn't need a hero? It's not an epic quest. Life is not a battle. Life is about being happy, cozy, and comfortable. For example, if you're the kind of person who really enjoys making cupcakes, crocheting, gardening, or any hobby that has absolutely no historical relation to warfare, winning trophies, or killing critters, do you have an affinity for lawn gnomes? Have you ever wished there was a Lord of the Rings movie where nothing really happens and you can just watch as the hobbits go about their daily lives and eat six meals a day? Is your favorite video game character Toad from Mario Bros? Would you make a good pen pal? Do you own more than three stuffed animals? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you are a Hufflepuff. But unfortunately, you might be the kind of Hufflepuff that just blends seamlessly into the background and is never mentioned by name in the book. Question 7. If you answered no to question 1 because you do not believe you are good enough to be the hero of your own story, then you are a Hufflepuff. But you are also wrong. You are absolutely wrong. Regardless of what you think, you are the hero of your own story. And in this case, you are a Hufflepuff who was essentially put there by mistake and who will go on to be a hero anyway, like Cedric, Newt Scamander, or Ted Lasso. And there you have it. What house am I? I'm a Gryffindor. Except when I'm not. But then again, I'm in a helping profession. Also, I'm an American, so I guess, um... Go Puck Wudgie. Or am I Horned Serpent? General Disclaimer. This is a work of fan fiction, satire, admiration, and love. It is solely for entertainment. I do not own the rights to any of the reference works. This includes, but is not limited to, The Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Star Trek, The Hobbit, Marvel Comics, The Wheel of Time, The Pelennor series, Game of Thrones, any Disney properties, or Norse mythology. I do not own the rights to any characters portrayed in this series at all, not even a little bit. The creators of these intellectual properties have not endorsed this work, and they almost certainly would not return my phone calls. The Harry Potter series was created by J.K. Rowling and is owned by Warner Brothers. The works of J.R.R. Tolkien are owned by the Tolkien Estate. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel Enterprises, Star Wars, and the works of Disney Animation are owned by the Disney Company. The Pelennor series was created by Alison Croggan and published by Candlewick Press in the U.S. The Wheel of Time was created by Robert Jordan and is published by Tor Books in the U.S. Also note, Neil Gaiman, Hayao Miyazaki, George Lucas, Stan Lee, and Chris Claremont are just plain awesome. This podcast is and always will be available for free, and I am not and never will be making any profit from this podcast. All rights of the original intellectual properties belong to their respective owners. Please don't sue me. Ten months prior. Mary Longbottom, Professor McGonagall called out. Mary swallowed hard. He took a step up and sat on the bench. He closed his eyes, 
and felt something lower around his head. Ah, a hobbit. It's been a while since we've had a hobbit. A rather intrusive voice spoke into his mind. I see you have strength of mind. A bit stubborn, but frankly not a lot of personality traits. I resent that. I'm mischievous, I stole those fireworks. That wasn't in the book though. Let's see, what else have you got in your mind? Menus, recipes, eating habits, stamp collecting, pet toad. Fear of your grandmother. God, this is boring. Except for that bit about your parents being killed by dark wizards. What? I thought they died in a boating accident. Did they? Oh, well, let's go with that. This one time my great uncle threw me out of a window at Brandybuck Hall because I ate his lemon meringue pie. And I didn't die. So what, you fell like four feet? That's not exactly a miracle. Look, none of this is very compelling. I think you need to go to Loser Puff. No! No, not Loser Puff. There must be something interesting about me. Hmm, well... You do have several latent mutant powers, but none are very impressive. Extra large feet, proficient at stone throwing, immunity to lung cancer, remarkable digestive ability, probability manipulation, mostly negative, enhanced appetite. Oh. Oh, my error. Those are just from being a hobbit. Those aren't mutations. Oh. I am detecting some telepathic abilities. Really? Limited to frogs and toads. I knew it. Here is something. You can enhance the cross-dressing ability of others who are within a five-foot radius. What? What the hell kind of power is that? Seems you will become more attractive as you age. Well, that's good to know. But I'm not seeing much of value. No, please, not loser puff. Please, I'm brave. I know I am. Like, I could totally take on a bad guy or an evil creature. And what would you do? I don't, I don't know. I'd, I'd cut his head off or something. How could you reach his head? Most likely you'd stab him in the foot. Fine, whatever. I'd stab an evil dude in the foot. Are you sure? Yes. If you're sure, better be Herodorf. Seems like that should rhyme. Super, Super magic, magic report. report.